0: Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. My name is Aaron McMahon.
1: And I am Ryan Zook.
0: We are without Andrew Kahn today. Uh, He's apparently busy doing some other things, but we are back because yesterday, Wednesday, was day one of the traditional signing period. Uh, We we talked about it, kind of previewed it uh, earlier in the week in our podcast, and Michigan had a very good day. Uh, They landed three defensive tackles. Uh, We're going to get into each one of them, big picture things of what this exactly means for Michigan they hit on the, the coaching staff and the kind of impact they had uh, and much more. Uh, Ryan, welcome back. Let's get into it. I, I thought pretty pretty good day for Michigan.
1: Yeah, I mean, typically in the last couple of years since the NCAA implemented the, the early signing period, I mean it's been pretty quiet for Michigan on the, on the signing front uh, during the traditional February period, but there were some fireworks yesterday and, and it started early with, with Ray Benny, a four-star defensive tackle from Oak Park. Um, f- who was committed to Michigan State since November, opted not to sign with the Spartans during the early period and had a late change of heart and, and flipped to Michigan. And he's a, a top 200 prospect. And when
0: uh, we're talking late, like you got wind of this, like what, like Tuesday night that things were changing with Tuesday him? night, like, yeah. Was, so I, until, like, last... I,
1: I, I heard earlier in Tuesday when I talked with uh, a recruiting guy with the Michigan Insider, and he's like, yeah, man, I mean, it's a long shot probably with Benny. And then all of a sudden – he he calls me back uh, a few hours later. He's like, "Man, Michigan's making uh, making some headway with, with Benny. I think it's a possibility." And then, sure enough, on Wednesday morning, they they ended up getting the flip. Which I mean, I, I you can't understand how big this is for for Michigan to fill a need, but also to take steal Michigan State's top rated recruit, their only four star guy in in their 2021 class, and flip him on on, on signing day is monumental for for the Wolverines.
0: Yeah, he's what, 6'5, 275? I think that's what it was. Uh, So he's got, I mean, he's got the build of a defensive tackle already. I mean, he could probably put on a little bit of weight, and he likely will once he gets to Michigan. Uh, But this is certainly a change in some ways over the last couple of years in the way Michigan's been recruiting defensive linemen. Now they've, you know, under Don Brown and Sean Nua, the defensive line coach is entering year two. But the last couple of years, Michigan seems to have been after more of those smaller, more athletic-type defense alignment to kind of fit Don Brown's scheme and getting to the quarterback blitzing and the, and the like. And, and, and those traditional tackles just weren't there. Yes, we got, they got Chris Hinton a few years back. Yes, they got Mazzie Smith a few years back. But since then, it's been it's been pretty empty. So for Michigan to, you know, not land a defensive tackle in the early signing period and then come back Wednesday with not only Rayshon Benny but three of these defensive tackles that are traditional defensive tackles, I think is like you said. I don't think it'd be understated for the 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 impact and and the redemption value. I think Michigan got out of Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I mean, they also got George Rooks, uh, a New Jersey four star who's who's listed at two two hundred sixty pounds, and this uh, Aitawuna from Texas. I mean, he's more of a, a project type, of kind of a raw talent. He's 6'4", 275, but I'm told he's more around the two ninety and could play nose too. And the the, the guys that Michigan had. the class already that the ends that are all under 260 pounds and same same in 200 in the 2020 class so yeah michigan added some much needed size up front and and there's some versatility there too what what this show tells me is michigan might could be switching to a a three four next year and and benny and rooks both have the the ability to to play the end position in in a three four and then and awuna definitely more projects is that is that nose type so We'll get into it a little bit more later, but this coaching staff seems like they, they have a, a different philosophy in, in recruiting. And overall, I mean, this class is now a top 10 class after these three additions. So for, for Michigan to, to sign a top 10 class, after everything that went wrong in 2020, all the uncertainty surrounding the coaching staff, it, it's surprising to me. I, I didn't, did not think that this was a possibility when, when Michigan was coming off some of the, the bad losses, Uh, This season, and with so much unknown heading into the off season, but overall uh, a pretty impressive haul for Michigan to to close out this uh, the 2021 class.
0: There's a lot of criticism of of defensive line coach Sean over the last year or so. There was there was wonder if he was going to be renewed. Uh, And when I say criticism, I mean a recruiting defensive lineman and be developing the tackles from w- with what they have because l- like I said they they went all of last recruiting cycle without a, a legitimate defensive tackle you know you can you can crit- you can question the development of the guys they have on the roster right now but you have to wonder if if Don Brown's philosophy his scheme his recruiting approach played into that to some degree now yes michigan it's not like michigan hasn't recruited defensive tackles in the last year or two they've been after guys they've they've tried to you know seal the deal and haven't been able to do it, you start to wonder how much of an impact Don Brown had in that. Now I'm not blaming him. I'm not saying that he was the reason for that, but with, with newest still on board, because keep in mind, he has signed an extension here. Um, Michigan has a new defensive coordinator. We still don't, we still don't know what type of system or scheme he's going to run three, four certainly as a possibility at this point, looking at what he did in Baltimore. Um, but with new energy, new, new faces, just a new look, new staff. It, you start to wonder why Rayshon Benny flipped. I mean, he, he was—he seemed to be a Michigan State guy. Um, defensive line coach hasn't changed. The head coach hasn't changed. So, what has changed with Rayshon Benny? So, that's—I'm I'm curious to know if and when someone's able to talk to him. What you know, what was the deciding factor there?
1: Yeah. Uh, hope hoping I've been texting with him a little bit. I'm hoping to to talk with him today. But yeah, I mean, it, I I think another key factor too is the addition of Ron Bellamy to the staff and and Mike Hart, some guys with um some some local ties, especially Bellamy. I mean, uh playing in the same conference as West Bloomfield. He knows what what, what Ray Sean Benny brings to the field and had that previous relationship. So I think he also played a a, a factor in, in getting him to, to flip in. uh I was told Sharon Moore, kind of the, the ace recruiter on staff, kind of came in came in and, and t- helped seal the deal, too. So uh, a complete recruiting effort. But yes, I agree. Like a, a big win for for Sean Newell here in this traditional period because, yeah, there, he was receiving a lot of criticism for his recruiting efforts here over his first two years. But these three, getting three tackles here late is uh, is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, you brought up the, the the other assistants on staff, and I have to believe that the additions of Mike Hart and, and Bellamy, I mean, they're going to have to have A, I think they were made because of, you know, primarily in recruiting, just because you know, Ron Bellamy has no real track record of coaching at the college level, but he's produced some really good talents out of West Bloomfield that has been funneled to Michigan. So the idea of landing some of these top in state kids. It's been a criticism of Jim Harbaugh since he's gotten to Michigan. Yes, he's landed some, but he's missed on several others, some of whom he probably should have gotten. Um, So to A, to be able to land some of these guys, I went back and looked. Michigan's got, I think, three of the top seven, um, four of the top seven, excuse me, in-state recruits this year. Uh, So that's a good number. It's the best they've had in a long time. It's been several years since they've really kind of, you know, that that block M has has dominated the the state of Michigan chart, so to speak. Um, Not only that, but you hinted at this earlier, but they've they're in a way boxing out Michigan state at this point, Michigan state, I think got one, uh, one top 20 recruit in the state of Michigan. Uh, They were supposed to get Ray Sean Benny. They were supposed to get Andrew Anthony over the summer. Didn't get him either. So Michigan is, is, you know, for all the criticism Jim Harbaugh's taken in the last couple of years about his inability to seal the deal with in-state kids, they're starting to, I think, flip that a little bit. I'm not ready to give him the win here and, and say, hey, Michigan's back in terms of recruiting the state of Michigan, but they're they're making steps here. And it's been clear in, in the hires he's made, which I mean Ron Bellamy, Mike Hart, um, giving Sharon more and more power here, utilizing Josh Gaddis. Um, in keeping Jay Harbaugh on staff who keep in mind, Jay Harbaugh was a reason I think Donovan Edwards came here. I mean, Jay Harbaugh was hard after um, Donovan Edwards. He recruited and He sealed the deal there. So it's it's clear that Jim Harbaugh is making the road here to beef up the recruiting staff and potential. And so far, and again, knock on wood here, they're only what a month into the, the hires, but they're, they're starting to
1: pay off for sure. And, and that's got to be frustrating too for, for Mel yeah. Tucker. I mean, you come in into Ann Arbor your first year, you you knock off the Wolverines and you think you can maybe gain a little bit of momentum in, in the state and then uh, kind of lose your, your best recruit last minute and, and lose another guy like Andrew Anthony, who who they were trying to flip from Michigan before the early signing period too did to not come out with either of those guys has to be a big blow for, for the Spartans.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're hurting right now. And It's ironic because they won the game this past fall. They beat Michigan <laughs> yeah. uh, and Tucker, I would say overperformed expectations for year one. While Jim Harbaugh, as we've talked about, ad nauseum on this thing underperformed, uh, but Michigan, again, Har- Harbaugh has been here for a while. Uh, Michigan's won enough games They're well-known, you know, in recruiting cycles, recruiting circles, I should say. Um, when you throw in these new younger, hungrier assistant coaches, Bellamy, Hart, Schroedmore, Moore, and the like, you've you've got a recipe here that, that Michigan can can make work. Will it continue? You know, we'll see. This new look staff, so to speak, especially on the defensive side of the ball, they're kind of getting underway with their first you know recruiting cycle, first class. Um, it's just kind of beginning. They correct me if I'm wrong, but still the is the dead period still on? Is that, is that how this is working? They still can't travel. Correct, meet right.
1: Guys? Yeah. So this uh, the Ike Auna guy, he's never yeah. been to, to Michigan along with uh, two other guys uh, in the 2021 20, class, too, Tavier Dunlop. And, and there's another guy in the class that has not visited either. So, yeah, and Jaden Hood, the linebacker from Florida. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be hard for these kids, too, to kind of sign with a school that they still haven't seen in person yet. But that's just the, the nature of, of the 2021 recruiting cycle.
0: Yeah and it's it's not going it to get any easier at least immediately so at least right. I'm curious to see where this new cat, new staff goes from a recruiting perspective I, I think they've got momentum here uh they've got things looking up but especially the defensive side of the ball where where Jim Harbaugh has made the host of changes here they've got to you know fine tune their approach and go at it I mean it sounds it sounds like and you can speak on this better than me but it sounds like they're giving they're offering more kids in the state of Texas lots of offers are they're, going they're out they're offering more
1: kids all over the place I mean I yeah. Michigan was one of the schools that extended a lot of offers as it was in, in, compared to other teams in the big 10. And they're, they're just been rolling even more out here since this new staff took over. I mean, it's every day. There's guys announcing that they've received offers from Michigan. So, I mean, you're going to see a, a lot of offers from a lot of different places. I mean, they're combing the, the whole country right now for, for talent. Um, so we'll, we'll a lot of work still needs to be done in this 2022 class. I mean, right now it's kind of underwhelming, especially after losing Tyler Martin, a four-star linebacker, last week. A lot of time there to, to build some relationships and, and get the, get things rolling here in that class.
0: Yeah, it almost reminds me of Jim Harpaw's first couple of years at Michigan where they were going out, the staff, and not just him, but the whole coaching staff was going out and just papering the country with with offers. And I'm talking like a 1,000 offers a cycle. <laughs> And now granted, you know, coaches throw a lot of those offers out there and a lot of them are, you know, doesn't necessarily mean much that they're, they're, they're given as a favor to the coach or they're given in, you know, belief that, yeah, the kid, we like the kid, but the kid probably isn't interested in us, but it's a lot of, it's a feeling out process too. You're, you're starting to see which high schools have, have genuine interest in your, in your coaches and your school. And and as we all know, I mean, the recruiting hotbeds are, are the state of Texas, the state of Florida, Georgia, California, to some degree. Um, those are areas that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan went in earlier in, the, in their in their recruiting uh, cycles. When Jim first arrived here in twenty fifteen, they started to go away from that more in more of a regional based approach. Now it seems like it's changing again, and I think that's a reflection of the coaching staff in place. They're f- clearly not afraid to go elsewhere for guys, um, and we'll see how how uh, you know what their their hit, their hitting percentages, I so to speak, uh, when it comes to twenty twenty two cycle.
1: Yeah, I think we should, uh, just to go back to the, the defensive tackle recruiting real quick, I mean, two of the four guys they have in the 2022 class right now are in-state defensive tackles. Alex Van summerin from Essexville-Garber and Devontae Miles from, from River Rouge. So, I mean, and both of those guys are, are listed at 275 or above, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they were already committed but before – this new coaching staff taking over, but they, they do kind of fit that mold too, is, is a bigger in, in, inside interior lineman. So it'll be interesting to see what transpires with this new, uh, with this new staff and the recruiting trail.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there's also a portal out there. I suspect Michigan will dip into it for maybe one, one or two more guys. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, there clearly are more, as we t- talked on in the past, there's more needs in the secondary that could use some help at linebacker. Um, I did report the other day on i live that Josh Ross is coming back. So we will get some help there. there are a lot of needs, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We still don't know the, the plan going forward there. Uh, we do hope to speak to defensive coordinator uh, Mike McDonald at some point in the near future. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I got nothing else. You got anything else you want to add?
1: I think that, that, that pretty much covers it.
0: Excellent. Uh, for those of you listening, thank you for listening. Uh, hit subscribe. Follow us. We would appreciate it. Uh, and as always, stay tuned on live.com slash Wolverine for all your Michigan football coverage.